Andre Dawson, Hall of Famer from the Chicago Cubs, and you're listening to the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast featuring everybody's favorite coach, Coach Manaman. Follow him on Twitter at Coach Manaman. This podcast is produced on Anchor, where you can record, edit, and publish all from your smartphone. You can find the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any other major podcast platforms. Stepping to the batter's box. Welcome and thank you for tuning in to the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. This is everybody's favorite coach, Coach Manaman, and we are going to do our very first all-Dubuque team. This is the preseason all-Dubuque team where we are going to break down the rosters at Western Dubuque, at Wallert Catholic High School, at Dubuque Hempstead and Dubuque Senior and identify those elite players to give us the AKA what Andrew Redman would call is the Dubuque area dream team that we would travel all over the country to take to games and to take to tournaments. So here is what we are basing it on. We are basing it on stats, what they did last year. We are also basing it on what they are projected to do this coming year and also in the college baseball realm. And What we are going to do as well is, remember, this is a preseason team. It's very similar to the college game with the preseason All-Americans. It can change by the end of the year. We are going to hand out these awards at the end of the year, and the stats and the season will decide who makes the first ever Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast, all Dubuque team. Now, I do want to preface this before we start. I follow Coach Casey Smith on Twitter, and he is a world-renowned Little League travel baseball coach. And if you're not on this list, I'm going to quote Coach Casey Smith 13U on Twitter. If you don't like it, play better. So if you're not on this list, don't complain to me. Have a great year. You'll make the team at the end of the year. This is the preseason all debut team. So let me introduce my esteemed panel. Newly rehired at Clark University, I feel is the greatest pitching mind in the Dubuque area, I would even argue in the state of Iowa, Clark University coach Andrew Redman. Give us some inspiration there, Coach Redman. I appreciate you having me on again, Nick. It's been uh, it's been great the last few episodes that I've been on, and I'm excited to go back to Clark. I know we've talked about it quite a bit, uh, but I uh, just want to thank everybody for tuning in and, and listening to this. 
We uh, do have a great audience out there that tune into a lot of our episodes, and we appreciate you for listening. Well, this would not be an episode if I did not have my bench coach, my pitching coach, my confidant, my partner in crime, hailing from Phoenix, Arizona, former coach for the Dubuque Senior Rams, Coach Tyler Soigling, Tyler, be an inspiration to these area preps out there. <laughs> I don't know if I can be as uh, inspirational as that guy, Andrew Redmond there, everyone's favorite coach, Nick Manneman. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just happy to be here. And uh, I love talking with you guys. And I think this is going to be a lot of fun. So. All right. I'm going to break down the parameters here of the preseason all Dubuque team. We are keeping it as legit to a real roster as possible. So there will be one catcher, one first baseman, a second baseman, a shortstop, a third baseman, three outfielders, and a utility player. We are also going to have five pitchers that we add to the list. At the end of the episode, Coach Redman and everybody's favorite coach, Coach Manaman, we are going to hand out the Fan Award, which is the preseason coach of the year. We're going to hand out the Romberg Award, which is the MVP. We're going to hand out the Rambler, which is the Offensive Player of the Year. Um, the Horner, which is the Dubuque equivalent of the Cy Young, and we added in the Newcomer of the Year, which is a player that we look to see making a big impact this year that played no varsity baseball last year or had very few limited experience. Are you guys ready to start naming off the teams here, naming off the players? Yep, let's do it. All right. Catcher out of Old Miss, five-year starter behind the dish for the Western Dubuque Bobcats. It is Calvin Harris. No surprise there. Two-time National Gatorade Player of the Year award. Last year, as a junior, Calvin batted 408 with an on-base percentage of 593. He had 40 RBIs, 7 home runs, and 8 doubles, just to name a few. Calvin Harris is the type of kid where, in a game, he's going to go 3 for 4. His one out will be the hardest hit ball of the game. At the end, he'll get interviewed by everybody's favorite coach, Coach Manaman of the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast, or and Jim Leitner from the TH. He's going to compliment his teammates on how great of a job they did. He's going to be the last one to leave the ballpark after picking up the dugout, picking up all the equipment. He's going to drive home. He's going to see a woman pushing her, an elderly lady pushing her groceries through the crosswalk. He's going to help her with that crosswalk and offer to cut her grass on the drive home, and he'll do that. That's just the type of kid that he is. Andrew Redman. Coach Soigling, anything to add about Calvin Harris or the Old Miss baseball program before we announce and unveil our preseason all Dubuque at first base? Yeah, I mean, I've I've played against Cal quite a bit, just uh, semi-pro games, um, and, and been around him, you know, here and there at uh, Building Better Athlete, Mike Weefel. 
one of the nicest kids you'll ever meet, like you, like you basically just said. I mean, he would do anything for you. A great talent, a great player. Um, when you mix those two together, you're going to have a great teammate. Um, and, and I think he is. He's the ultimate teammate. He's willing to do anything for you. Um, and, and ultimately, I think that's why he's had the success he's had and why he's going to be able to go play ball at Old Miss. And uh, hopefully beyond, you know, I, I hope that uh, that college career is successful successful for him and that ultimately he gets to play professional baseball. And I think he will, you know, and, and uh, I'm excited for him. Um, but, yeah, he's he definitely deserves to be on this list. He's been getting yeah, it's. Oh, go ahead, Nick. He's been getting a lot of pub lately with the upcoming draft coming up and with players getting a lot of extra eligibility a year's worth. Um, Old Miss is keeping a pretty stud, talented catcher around. He'll be coming back. So there's been talk about Cal playing in the outfield, playing third base, possibly maybe even shortstop. So he's got a lot of different things that he's going to be offering Old Miss. Go ahead, Coach Soigling. Yeah, so first thing, I think Zweifel's gotten a plug every episode. Thanks, thanks, Red, for, for doing that. I don't know. I just, I just heard uh, great things about the guy. But, um, you know, the, the thing about Calvin that I just keep hearing and Red just said is, like, just how good of a teammate he is. And that's amazing as, as it is, especially with being a player at his caliber. It's, it's amazing. Nice hair, Nick. It looks, looks real good. For those of you who can't see, Nick's got some, some wings behind his ears right now. You can't even see him. But um, he's just a great teammate, and um, it seems like he makes everyone better around him, too. I think you shared a story in one of our earlier episodes about just how he listens to everyone, and he never thinks he's bigger than anyone or better than the game. He just wants to become a better player and, and a better teammate along with that. And to see a guy go to Ole Miss, which is one of the best programs you could possibly go to in the U.S. to play baseball. I mean, we every baseball team in 2011, 2012 did the love is gone thing just because Ole Miss created it. I don't know if you guys saw that video or not, but, um, you know, I, I'm just excited to, to see him go there and hopefully I can make it to a College World Series and see him play. I will be joining you as well at that College World Series. Now we're going to move to first base. And we have Kirkwood Community College hit. Hitter. And Rue Henry from Dubuque Hempstead. He is a senior and he is a three year starter. Last year he hit 388 with an on base percentage of 466. He drove in 46 runs, had seven home runs and 11 doubles. If we were not having a shortened season this year, I could see Andrew Henry giving Russ Ruby's home run record a run. I could really see that with how dominating of a hitter he is. Coach Redman, we'll turn it over to you first. Anything to add about Andrew Henry, the big power hitting first baseman from Dubuque Hempstead? Yeah, you know, he's obviously a great talent. You know, Andrew, uh, the numbers speak for themselves. But, uh, you know, I, I've heard great things about him as a teammate. You know, I, he shows up to play. He plays hard. Uh, the talent's great. Um, and like you said, I, I think he too would be probably – I don't know if he quite – what does Ruby have, 19? Was it 19 home runs in a season? I don't even remember what I that I believe it was. was 20. There's one that's been 20. debated because there was a game that was rained out that was later – turned into an unofficial game so it's it's debatable 19 or 20 yeah yeah either way you know if he was a lefty i would definitely say yes um at hempstead but uh you know yeah he definitely deserves to be on this list he's a good kid 
works hard. He's got a good future going to Kirkwood. Um, so, yeah, good kid, Andrew Andrew. He's, he's a good talent. Now, Coach Soigling, you coached him back when he was a senior Ram, I believe, as an eighth grader at the sophomore level. Anything to add about Andrew Henry? If I had to give him a major league player comparison, he kind of reminds me a lot of Adam Dunn, one of my favorite players growing up. Coach Soigling, anything about Andrew Henry? Yeah, um, yeah. Andrew is one of the very few kids on on our list now that I actually had the pleasure of coaching um, back when I was in Dubuque. Now I'm into my fourth year in Arizona, I think, and so fourth or fifth year. Um, but yeah, Andrew, like Red said, he was a great teammate, and even as an eighth grader, like he came in, he was kind of shy. Uh, he made the move over to Hempstead and, and everything like that. But you know, when he's swinging the bat, he doesn't get cheated. Just like Ad, just like Adam Dunn, he doesn't get cheated. He goes in that box and he's ready to swing. I think his average is a little bit better than Adam Dunn's, though, which is a is a good thing. Um, him going to Kirk, Kirkwood is great, great program. Um, always have had a good program. I hope that uh, he puts some some balls over that fence that hit that wind generator out in left field out there. So, um, <laughs> so uh, best of luck to Andrew, and um, he deserves to be on this team. He's a good kid. It's also fantastic he gets to go play with Coach Rima, who led Cedar Rapids Prairie to two state championships in his short time there. Now we go to second base, our first junior of the preseason All-Dubuque team, and our first senior representative. I interviewed him on what are players doing during COVID-19. I can tell you that Cole Smith from Dubuque Senior is ready. He might be transitioning to shortstop. We know that shortstop is an open position at senior with the departure of Sam Link. But Cole is a two, he'll be entering his second year as a starter. And last year he hit 343, had an on base percentage of 426, 15 RBIs. He had five doubles. Now, Coach Redman, what are you thinking for Cole Smith? Anything to add about him? Yeah, I expect Cole to have a great year. Um, you know, the list that we we have here is a lot of really good players. Cole Smith is probably top three on hardest workers, um, which which to me is is one of the ultimate compliments. Uh, you know, he works his butt off. He does everything right. He plays the game the right way with a lot of respect for everybody, umpires, other players, his teammates. So I, I really expect him to have a great year. I, I hope he slides over to shortstop because I know he'll do great there. Um, obviously, we have him at second base, but I'm excited to see him play. He's a great kid, and he deserves to be on this list as well. I also do want to add that we have Calvin Harris, since this is the preseason dream team, as Andrew Redman would say. Um, remember, Calvin Harris, big arm, can throw for the team. Andrew Henry can throw for the team as well. I saw Cole Smith throw against Hempstead last year, and his yacker was starting at Hempstead's dugout and then curving for a strike over that outside corner. It was bending so much. Tyler, I don't think you know Cole Smith very well. Anything to add to him, or would you like us to unveil, which I think will probably get the most talk of the preseason All-Dubuque team? Um, no, I mean, just being a senior guy at heart, um, you know, I just I wish him the best of luck. And I'm just looking at his numbers here, and, and 
kind of like it goes along with hardest worker and, and good teammate. Like he just looks like he's a, a really big role player on this team. He's not looking to hit home runs. He's not looking to hit doubles. He's looking to manufacture and, and help his team out um, just by looking at it. And so uh, I wish him the best of luck and, and uh, I hope he has a good year and I hope he makes that transition to short and, and fulfills those shoes. Now, I think our shortstop is probably the most controversial pick that we have because the person that we are going to name as the preseason all-Dubuque shortstop has not had a varsity at bat. He did not play varsity baseball last year, but shortstop is an open position. I don't know who Wallert's going to have at shortstop. Uh, Western Dubuque lost Maddie Myers and Sam Goodman. Hempstead lost a starting shortstop. Senior lost Sam Link. The shortstop, who has never made a varsity start from Dubuque Hempstead, zero average, zero on base percentage, zero OBRI, zero home runs, zero doubles. You get the point. First ever year as a starter from Dubuque Hempstead, Kellen Strohmeyer gets the nod at preseason all Dubuque team. Coach Redman, he also is a University of North Carolina commit. Not sure if he's a pitcher, but I know he's from the left-handed stick. He runs like the wind. He's got great soft hands. Coach Redman, anything to add about Kellen Strohmeyer? Yeah, you know, Kellen is an unbelievable athlete. Like we've touched on before, he's another guy that goes to Mike Zweifel at Building Better Athletes. He's been with him for quite a while. Developed his his tools. You know, his speed is is kind of his thing, right? I mean, that's today's baseball. I mean, speed is is what people are getting recruited for. Um, you know, obviously power and whatnot, but speed is hard to come by. And uh, yeah, soft hands. I haven't seen him play a ton of shortstop, but unbelievable kid. Another great teammate. Um, somebody that's really going to help that team out. Uh, but I am very excited to see him play. I've seen um, bits and pieces of him at, at showcases and bits and pieces of him when he was down in Florida and, and had a great tournament there. But um, ultimately, yeah, I'm excited to see him play and see how he contributes to that Hempstead team that's super talented. He did, he was getting a lot of offers. And um, when you look at him on Twitter, we know how athletic he is because his profile picture is uh, he slam dunking it um, as a sophomore, which is pretty impressive. Now, Coach Soigling, you uh, shared some interesting stories about him <laughs> off camera. So let's let's add a little comedic relief here about Kellen Strohmeyer. What can you tell us about him, Coach? <laughs> um, you know, I don't I don't know a lot about Kellen, but uh, you know, the, the first thing that I got to bring up is I used to when I came home from summer for the summer to coach and, and stuff. I would go down to the independent league and and umpire a bunch of games on the weekend and make a few bucks. But, um, I just remember that there is this, the Strohmeyer kid, which I recognized because I went to his grandpa and, and his dad as, as a dentist. And we were talking beforehand and red did too, uh, which were great guys. So I got a, I have a shameless plug there for our Dr. Strohmeyers. Um, but this kid had unreal hair. We, I, every time I watched him play, he had unbelievable long blonde golden lock hair. And uh, I'll never forget it because I think it was at the time that I had my long hair, too. And I'm like, man, I got to be like this kid. Like, he's got it figured out. I got to try to up my game a little bit with it, with uh, with him. So, um, no, best of luck to him and any Strohmeyer. And in my mind, uh, I got to cheer for him. So 
And when you guys see me at the ballpark this year, I will either be wearing a COVID-19 black mask. I also did order a specialty Jason Voorhees COVID-19 mask as well because I do live with somebody who's high risk. You will see my long hair. I'm trying to represent Kellen Stromar. I want long hair just like him as well. We're going to go to third base. Third baseman is another position where there's going to be some naysayers. Um, Last year, this player battled a wrist injury, missed a lot of the season, had a monster year, his freshman year at the varsity level, and it is a guy from Western Dubuque by the name of Sawyer Nauman. And if you listen to the episode with Eric Munson talking baseball of the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast, he talks about how Sawyer Nauman is one of the top prospects for Division I colleges right now in Iowa. So here's what Sawyer did last year during an injury-riddled year. He had an average of 397. He had only six RBIs. He had one home run and three doubles. And actually, I made a mistake there. He had an average of 205 and an on-base percentage of 397. Now, Coach Redman or Coach Soigling, have either of you guys ever worked with Sawyer Nauman or seen him play? I have not worked with him. You know, I, I may have seen him play. Um, when I when I've gone out to see West Dubuque play, um, but I've heard good things about the kid. Um, good teammate. He's going to contribute quite a bit this year, obviously with uh, with a few players you know not there this year um, that they had last year. I, you know, obviously, he's probably going to have to step up in terms of his role. So excited to see him play as well. Yeah, he's going to have w- to step up and have a big year. Go ahead, Coach Soigling. And and WD just has a great program, and so I think that Casey and and all and that whole program probably has full confidence in him stepping into that position. Um, if you're going to be a starter on that team, you know you got something good going for you. And so uh, I hope that he has a good year. Now we move to the outfield, and we have a pitcher in the outfield as well. He is a commit of the University of Illinois, and it is our first Waller Catholic High School preseason All-Dubuque nominee, and he goes by the name of Tommy Specht. Since building better athletes is getting shameless plug after shameless plug, and the Strohmeyer dentistry is getting shameless plug after shameless plug, I'm going to throw in a shameless plug for the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. What are local players doing during COVID-19? Listen to Tommy Speck. He was on it with Cole Smith. Also, Zach Sabres and Casey Perrineau as well. We'll see if they make the list. But Tommy Speck, last year as a sophomore, hit 344, had an on-base percentage of 437, had nine RBIs, one home run, and had five doubles. He also recently set um, a showcase record, PB showcase record for outfield velocity. I believe it came in at 97 miles an hour. Coach Redman, University of Illinois commit. What can you say about Tommy Speck? I feel another shameless plug coming on. Yeah, you know, Tommy's a great kid. I mean, he's one of the most respectful kids that, that you'll be around. Um, it's always, you know, yes, sir. You tell him to try something. Yes, sir. I, you know, I, I'll do whatever. 
Um, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You know, he's one of those kids. And uh, the sky's the limit, like you said. I think he, he was mid-90s from the outfield on that showcase. He runs well. I'm excited to see him play the next few years. I think this will be a great year for him. He's going to contribute to, you know, I, what I think is a very talented Waller team. So uh, I'm excited to see him, you know, chase chase down some balls in the gap and uh, swing it, swing it well at the plate. Coach Soigling, anything to add about University of Illinois or Tommy Speck? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know Tommy very well, but I mean, this is our second guy that's a sophomore that's committed to a Division One school and uh, a Big Five school at that. And so um, I just think that's uh, something to point out and highlight, like, Obviously, as a sophomore, he's got something in him, and um, a lot of teams are seeing that. And so I think that we're going to start to see that um, in high school now, too, he's really have a breakout year. Not that he had a bad year last year. I mean, he had a great year last year, but um, as he gets bigger, better, faster, stronger, um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see if that, that outfield below can maybe jump up or if you can track down some of those, some more baseballs. Now, our second outfield position comes from Dubuque Hempstead. He also, when I look at our pitching staff, could maybe be a one, two, or three on that. He was Hempstead's number one pitcher. But outfielder Logan Rundy, Jr. from Hempstead, and he is an Iowa Western commit. Last year, Logan Rundy hit 345. He had an on-base percentage of 486. He batted in 33 runs, had four big flies and four doubles. And Logan Rundy makes it as an outfielder. Coach Redman, anything to add about Logan Rundy? Coach Soigling, anything about Iowa Western? Go ahead, Coach Redman. Yeah, you know, Logan is super talented. I mean, he's as strong as, strong as an ox as well. I mean, he is he's a strong kid. Like you said, on the mound, I mean, I, I see his upside on the mound. Uh, you know, I've done some, I've done a little bit of work with him, and, you know, he is phenomenal on the mound. He's going to have a great career when he goes to Iowa Western and beyond. Uh, at the plate, though, you know, I've seen him play. Last summer I saw him a few times, um, can really swing it. And uh, like like I said, he's just super talented, both sides of the plate. I think he actually, I think he's batting more lefty now. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I suspect he's going to have a great year both ways. Super good kid. Um, just hope that uh, hope that I, I, Iowa Western. I, I tell you what, I know t- Coach Soy is going to touch on that. But Greg Bennett, who's been on the show, um, that's a tough place to play, and they are super talented. You know, I, I just I'm excited to go in, to watch him play at Hempstead, and then eventually go there and see what really can can happen with his career. And I'm not sure if I said this about Tommy or Sawyer or Logan, but they are all going to be two-year starters. Now, Coach Soigling, what can you tell us about Iowa Western, where Logan Rundy has committed to go? I mean, it's, it's really hard to, to say better than Red did, other than it's just a tough place to play. Like, they are so good every single year, and it's it's unreal. I mean, Red and I both played, uh, it was D2, Juco Ball, and they're Division One, And they just get guys that, you know, they might not have made it at Division One, or they couldn't get into a certain school, and so they go there, and they get drafted out of their junior college just because they're that good like they're unreal I never I was it's probably lucky of me I never had a pitch against them I don't know if Red had a pitch against Western but um, they're a tough team and anyone that goes there it, it speaks volumes of how good they actually are now our last outfield spot is a junior 
from Dubuque Waller Catholic, and he goes by the name of Jared Weber. He is also going to be entering his second year as a starter. Last year, Jared, as a sophomore, had an average of 337, had an on-base percentage of 457. He had 11 RBIs, zero home runs, and 10 doubles. Redmond, Ty Soy, anything to add about Jared Weber before we get into that utility spot? I don't know a ton about uh, Weber. Uh, seen him play a little bit. Um, heard he's a good teammate. Heard he's a good guy to be around, uh, which, you know, like I said before, ultimate compliments, you know, a hard worker. But, you know, next to that is being a good teammate. I mean, that's what it's going to take to win. So excited to see him play uh, now that he's on this list. Coach, yeah, I hope so too. Yeah, I hope so too. I mean, I, like Red, I don't, I don't know him. Uh, I, I have coached a few Webers and I know a few Webers, and um, it's a good name to, to have, and especially in the Dubuque area. And, um, you know, I wish him the best of luck as well. Yeah, that outfield was, was a difficult spot because a lot of outfielders left, and and there was a lot of guys that had very similar stats or were switching positions. So that outfield spot was was tough to um, was tough to fill there because there were so many good candidates. Now, and we, we, we got to remember too that we're talking about high school baseball. Like a lot of these guys, they play more than just the one position that we're plugging them in. You know, it's it's pretty much day by day on on where you're going to be and how you're going to help your team out. So. You're, you're, just want to throw that out there too. You're exactly right. And also, this is a preseason list. I know how many times I see my Michigan State Spartans. There's not a single guy on the preseason all Big Ten at the end of the year. The whole team is all Michigan State guys because they're so good. <laughs> so it happens. Okay, Corey. <laughs> so, so you know what? It happens. So if, if you weren't on the list, put in the work. Like Coach Casey Smith of Twitter said, if you don't like it, play better. So we get into the utility spot, and this guy right now listening at the 30-minute mark is shaking in his boots. He was voted the biggest snub on the Hempstead All-Decade team, and um, he actually, I posted a picture on Instagram who makes the preseason all Dubuque team. And he actually private messaged me saying, I hope I do. I've been working really hard. But it goes to a former student of mine. And he's a two-year starter and he's a junior. And his name is Zach Sabres. Last year, he hit 402. He had an on-base percentage of 529. He had 29 RBIs, three home runs, nine doubles. And I do want to preface, if you listen to Coach Rapp's 2020 season preview, Zach Sabres is going to catch for them. Zach Sabres is going to pitch for them. Zach Sabres is going to play some shortstop for him. Zach Sabres is going to play some third base for him. Zach Sabres, he might even edge the field during a doubleheader. That's how big of a utility guy he is. And I will say this, I have had off-the-record conversations with Coach Dan Spain. I don't know if I can have this on the record, but I'm going to do it. Coach Spain is high on Zach Sabres. He wants Zach Sabres to come to Clark University, and I got to tell you, they're getting a heck of a ball player. Coach Redman, anything to add about Zach Sabres? 
Yeah, he's he's a great player. Uh, he's I believe he was uh, was called up as a freshman, if I'm recalling that correctly. I believe as an eighth grader. I believe he a, registered eight grader. games as an eighth grader. They were short at catcher, and they needed him to catch a couple games. Okay, yeah. I mean, the the kid is a great. I remember I, I remember seeing him in Substate a couple of years ago. I think they might have been uh, they might have been facing the Nettleton kid uh, from Davenport. And I think he had a rope to right field off him. And I'm thinking to myself, this kid's pretty good. You know, how old is he? What year is he? And I think he was a freshman or eighth grade at the time. And I'm, I'm thinking, this kid's got a bright future. Um, but, yeah, I've only heard great things about him. You know, obviously, Coach Spain had good things to say about him. I know Munson's had great things to say about him. Excited to see him play. Again, he, he's going to be a big contributor for that team. I, I can tell you uh, he just tweeted before this episode, I want to be great someday. And I replied to him saying, then get off Twitter and get to work. So we'll see if he takes my advice. <laughs> so it's Soigling, that rounds out our starting lineup. Uh, anything to add about Zach Sabres or anything come up of any of the players that we just mentioned? You know, not even the players, but, you know, just bringing up the fact that he could play as an eighth grader. Um, now that I'm in a different state and I'm in Arizona where we can be outside all the time. And there's summer baseball in Iowa or whatever. But the eighth grade, him being able to play as an eighth grader is a good way for Iowa to kind of bridge that gap between states like Arizona, where we can be outside all the time and we, we can have contact all year round, you know. And, and so it's just good to hear about a guy that started as an eighth grader that's continuing to do what he's doing. And um, kudos to, to Iowa and, and to the program for, for being able to do that. And I will say I have seen his Instagram feed. Follow us, Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast, on Instagram, Facebook group, Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast, at Coach Manaman, if you want to follow us on social media. And he is putting in a ton of work throwing up throwing at that turf field at Hempstead, doing a lot of a lot of work. We're going to get into the pitching staff. And one of the reasons why I think we have to have Zach Sabres on the team is because when I envision this team, Cal Harris is my closer. And Zach Sabres, when Cal comes in to close the game, Zach Sabres can uh, step behind the plate and catch Cal to um, close the game out. And we, we don't lose a whole lot, I think, there. Now we get into the pitching staff. Um, I'm not necessarily – you know what? I'm going to say he's the ace of the staff. I'm going to go with a guy from Western Dubuque, and he is a South Southeastern Community College commit, Casey Perrineau. Three-year varsity starter. He's entering his senior season. Last year, he went 8-1 and one with an ERA of 0.88, and opponents batted 208 off him. He struck out 67 guys in 64 innings. Coach Redman, anything about Casey Perrineau you'd like to add? Yeah, the stats you know, speak for themselves with Casey, but... You know, he's a great kid. He, you know, he, he does things the right way. You know, he, he's been built in that Western Butte culture that does a great job led by Casey Bryant. But, uh, you know, I, I got to know him a little bit when I was at Dusty's. He was, he was playing on that, that spring team that got cut short. But, uh, but yeah, great kid. I'm excited for his future. He'll do a great job down at Southeastern with Coach Schulte down there. Uh, and I have no doubts he'll ultimately find his way to uh, most likely to a Division One school somewhere after that. Coach uh, Soigling, anything to add about Casey Perry? Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, Southeastern kind of just to piggyback off of Red here. It's it's a great program, too. Um, that's in that same JUCO conference that Red and I both played in. 
And um, that's a really, really good school. Sam Knoll went there, I know. Um, I'm sure there's a few other kids that went there, and that's that's another good team um, to go play for. But, yeah, I mean, I'm just kind of looking at, at Casey's stats here. I don't know him personally. Uh, I haven't seen him pitch, but I just see how many innings he eats up, and, and it just seems like he attacks guys at the dish, and um, that's the best thing you can do as a pitcher, and, and it, it helps your, your team so much. And I think that's a big reason why he has those eight wins. I know people don't like to look at wins and losses, Corey Davidson, but um, – you know, I, uh, I I think that speaks volumes. Um, you look at his ERA; it's wow, point eight eight. His WHIP is under one. Like he's he's a ball player, and he just he wants to go out there and compete and win for his team. It's cool. Now the next guy actually comes from senior high school. Their second representative of the preseason All Dubuque team, and it's a ball player by the name of Johnny Blake. If you listen to Coach Tischer's 2020 season preview, he talks a lot about Johnny Blake. You listen to Coach Reese's 2020 season preview. Johnny Blake is one of those guys. He's their number one on the mound. He's going to play some first base. He might even get a little action there at shortstop, they're thinking. But Johnny Blake, two-year starter, and he is a senior. Last year, he went 5-3. and three with an ERA of 2.40, opponents hit 194 off him. He struck out 35 guys in 50 innings of work, and he has just committed to go to Clark University and play for show favorite Dan Spain. Now, Coach Redman, you'll be working with him. Anything you'd like to add about Johnny Blake? Yeah, you know, Johnny's, uh, it, it, it'd be hard for you to find somebody as, as nice as Johnny. I mean, he's just genuinely a great kid, uh, works hard at what he does. He's going to be a great two-way player um, for senior and, and hopefully for Clark in the future. But I think last year he had 20 doubles for senior. I mean, just an unbelievable um, deal at the plate for them. His pitching has come a long way, but I think he's he can definitely improve and I think this summer we'll see some of his improvements and hopefully going into the season with Clark next year. Um, you know, the sky's the limit with him. He's a good kid. He works hard. And like I said, I'm excited to coach him going forward. You are exactly right. He did have 20 doubles. I did just pull his stats. Coach Soigling, you've known the Blake family for, it seems like, forever. Anything to uh, add about Johnny? You know, I don't know Johnny in particular, but I, I do know Michael. I coached him and and uh and everything and and that just kind of just how good of a kid he is like that just goes along with his family like their entire family is amazing um their mom was great i remember when we went to go see the game last year the hempstead senior game his mom had their uh golden retriever uh sitting out and uh was playing um like walking himself essentially like holding a leash and stuff and uh it was great talking to her and um, just seems like a really great kid and i think like red said when it comes to pitching i think there are some things that some kinks to work out, but uh, I think he's in some good hands at, at Clark with uh, Andrew Redman and, and Dan Spain. And uh, I'm super happy that those guys got him because I've heard so many great, good things about this kid. And I just wish I, I knew him and I wish I could see him play and, and really focus my attention on watching him. I, I would agree. Andrew Redman, hands down, best pitching guy in the state of Iowa. Just does a phenomenal job. Now, our third pitcher. Um, he's got a lot of great arm strength because he's been known to be throwing bowling balls um, in the offseason. It's a senior, 
two-year starter by the name of Devin U. Daly. He was a guy that when we covered in our first episode, the pitching staff, Devin U. Daly kind of came from out of nowhere. Last year, he went 4-2, and two, had an ERA of 2.60. Uh, the opponents hit 228 off of him. He is a pitch-to-contact guy. He struck out 32 batters in 43 innings, and Coach Rapp talked about how outstanding of a changeup that he has. Now, Coach Redman, anything to add about Devin Udaly? Yeah, he's going to play a big role this year. You know, <clears throat> Rundy's going to be their ace again, Uh but I think you Daly's really, you know, he's going to have to perform the same, if not better, for that team to be, be a state tournament or state championship team. So I, I look for him to have another good year. I know he's a competitor. I think he's going to do a great job for him. Um, swings a decent at the plate as well. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, I'm excited to see him play, see him pitch, and, and see how he can how he competes for that team. Yeah, he can also play some outfield for this team as well. Coach Ty Soy, anything to add about him? Um, I mean, I, again, I, I don't know a lot of these guys, but it just looks like he, he he goes out there and competes for his team, and I hope that he steps up to the plate to help out this Hempstead program because all I hear is about how good all these schools are going to be uh, in this upcoming season just as as a whole uh, state uh, perspective. And, and so I hope that he steps up and really helps that Hempstead team out and um, see some inner city games uh, continue to get um, – you know, rowdy and, and, and enjoyable to watch, keep that tradition going. The number four pitcher on the preseason all-debut team comes from Wallert Catholic High School. He's a two-year starter, and he's a sophomore. It's Aaron Savory of that Savory bloodline. Last year, he went 4-2 and two as a starter. He had an ERA of 2.20. Opponents hit 231 off him, and he had a strikeout rate of 66 strikeouts in 58 innings to work. Coach Redmond, have you ever worked with him at all? Yeah, I know Aaron really well. He, he's a great, just like you know his brothers, his family, I mean, they're great people. He works hard at what he does. Great athlete, plays basketball at, at, at a good level. Um, but uh, I'm excited to see him play. You know, he's worked so hard over the last uh, couple of years, especially this last off season. I expect him to be a, a huge contributor on a, a Waller team that's that's young. Rel- you know, relatively speaking, with him and a few other guys, but super talented. And I know, I know, Coach Tish loves these guys. I mean, they're young, they're talented, but they're they're very respectful kids. So. I'm excited to see him play. Coach Soy, anything to add, or should we go on to our fifth starter? No, I just got something real quick. I mean, I'm, I'm just looking up stats, and, and you can only tell so much from stats, uh, you know, looking at them or whatever. But uh, I think Tish is, is, has a good kid on his hands. He's got that savory blood uh, line going for him, which is a good thing. Um, you know, I, as a freshman, his stats, I mean, those are no joke last year as a freshman. And he's he's putting up sixty six strikeouts. You said to yes. How many innings? Forty seven innings as a freshman. I mean, I don't know. Can you tell us a little more about him? Is he does he throw some cheddar? He's got good off speed. What's he got, Red? I'm interested to hear about him. Yeah, yeah. I think he's been up to at uh, previous showcases either eighty six or eighty seven. I can't remember, but you know he's he's probably six four. Um, God, you know six four hundred seventy. I couldn't tell you weight wise, but just long, lean. You know, just. His body works well. He's athletic, but uh, but yeah, I mean, from a from a 
projection standpoint, through the roof. I mean, he's going yeah. to be good. And Video, I mean, he already is. He's going to be great. Yeah. Video showcases had him at 87, and then he also throws a nasty slider as well. Mm-hmm. And it was either him or the last pitcher on our list that went out to Farley Park last year and ended a huge winning streak by the Western Dubuque Bobcats and pretty much shocked the Dubuque community. I'm not sure if it was Aaron Savory or if it was our last pitcher on the list, a guy by the name of Jarrett Walter. And he is a three-year senior from Wallert Catholic High School. He's entering his junior year. Last year, he was four wins to seven losses, had an ERA of 2.28. Opponents only hit 189 off him, and he struck out 45 guys in 48 innings. So the win and the loss record is not there, but he does have the lowest opponent's batting average of any pitcher on the staff. Now, Coach Redman, best pitching coach in the Dubuque area, uh, anything to add about Jared Walter? Yeah, you know, he's a, he, coming up on his third year. You know, as a freshman, he had a, a phenomenal year for those guys. Uh, last year, depending on what state you look at, I mean, he had a great year. Like you said, lowest batting average on that list. He, he's he got a good mix, man. He's got he's got three pitches that he can throw for strikes. Um, you know, his velo, he's going to sit. You know, on, on, a, on a good day, decent day, 83 to probably 85, 86, um, like I said, with that three-pitch mix. So he's going to keep guys off balance. He's going to compete. Swings are really well at the plate as well. I don't know if you have his his, his stats at the plate, but um, just overall a competitor. He gets on the mound. He gets, you know, in the box. He's he's ready to go and, and win for that team. So, so again, a guy that's, that's not a senior on that Waller team, that's going to be an important uh, part of that team to hopefully take him to the state tournament. Coach Redmond, what type of journalist would I be if I did not have the stats sitting here right in front of me? Come on. All right, I got media access by all four programs here. I have on-field access, okay? The Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast gets just as much access as the TH does. Everybody wants to hear from everybody's favorite coach, Coach Manneman. Last year, Jared Walter hit 486. He had an on-base percentage of 465. He had 13 RBIs, one home run, two triples, uh, six doubles. So, yeah, he was able to swing it at the plate as well. And that's only with – that was only with 83 at-bats as well he put up those numbers. Yeah, I mean, the guy is a big contributor for that team. Um, But, yeah, on the mound, I I see him – see him most likely potential college-wise. I probably see him – going as a pitcher somewhere. I think that's where his passion really is. But, but yeah, I'm ex- like I said, most of these guys I'm excited to see play, but he's somebody I've worked and, with recently. And he, he just seems like just kind of a well-balanced pitcher, just looking at what I'm, I'm seeing. You know, like he, he gets his strikeouts, but he also keeps batting averages down. Uh, his, he has a few more walks than maybe some would like to see, but it just seems like he, he's a well-balanced pitcher that anytime you go out on the field with, you know you have a good chance to win. And so I think that even though his record doesn't say that from last year, it just seems that's the type of pitcher he is. Quite a group of young men and young talent on the first ever all-area Dubuque preseason team. Now remember, this is just the preseason team. So as Coach Casey Smith, 13U on Twitter, says, if you don't like it, 
play better. We will sit down with the same group of guys and come up with the postseason all-debut team, which will be based on stats. I am waiting this year for the first player to give a shout-out to the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast on the TH. Before we get into the preseason all-debut team awards, Coach Redman, I'm looking at this team. I'm thinking that I'm going to have Cal Harris hitting the two-hole. And I don't know who's going to lead off, but I'm thinking I'm going to have Andrew Henry hit in the three-hole. Um, you know, leadoff guys could be Cole Smith. It could be Kellen Strohmeyer. It could be uh, Tommy Speck. But when you look over this roster, what are you thinking might be a potential lineup for this team? Yeah, you know, I, I like Cal in the second spot. You know, I, I really like Cal in the leadoff spot. I mean, you talked about on-base percentage that the guy gets on base, and, and he's the guy that's willing to accept any role, um, you know. And so, I mean, to be honest with you, I, I had Harris in the in the leadoff spot. I mean, he's going to be a guy that gets on base, that does what he needs to do, and then, you know, when he has the opportunity later in games to drive in runs, when guys are on base, he's going to do it, you know. So I had him uh, leading off. Um, and then I had uh, Strohmeyer bat in second. I mean, he's he's toolsy. Um, he, he can do just about anything. So I had him at two. Um, Henry, third, obviously. He's going to put up a big year. Um, not sure if you want to throw out who you had going forward for fourth, fifth, and sixth. But. You know, it, it's kind of interesting because I think it could go either way. I think you go with the hot hand. I mean, you have uh, Logan Rundy, who's a power hitter. Zach Sabres, who's a power hitter. Sawyer Nauman who's a power hitter. I mean, I think it would be any of those three in any which order. And then I think you have either Cole Smith, um, Kellen Strohmeyer, Tommy Speck, uh, Jared Weber, who's who's ever not leading off. I think they fill out your 7-8-9 role at, at any spot. And I think you put the fastest of those guys um, in the nine hole. But um, yeah, I, I would either have Cal in that one or two hole. I, I think I like him in the two hole because he's got he's got the ability to drive in runs. And if somebody gets on before him, they're not going to pitch around him. Where if he leads off, I think uh, they might maybe pitch around him a little bit more, which does help with uh, him getting on base. How did you see it shaken out? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I had Harris one, uh, Kellen, Strohmeyer two, Henry, Benton third. I had Zach Sabres, uh, Benton cleanup. And then I had Tommy Speck at five, uh, Rundy batting sixth, Cole Smith batting seventh, and then uh, Weber eighth and Nauman ninth. So who's the head coach of this team? Am I the head coach and you're my pitching coach and Tyler's the bench yeah. coach? Or, or am I the head coach and the bench coach and you two are the pitching coach? Who's, who's the head coach of this team? So so for the coach of the year preseason, you know, I, I actually had two. I had Coach Tish and Coach Rapp in there. I think both teams, you know, if they have good years, I think they're both destined to be state tournament teams. I think both of them have potential to be state championship teams, depending on how the, those teams play and how well the players um, accept their roles. Right. You know, the, the coach, the coaches can do a lot. They can set the, the culture, but ultimately it's up to the players to, to play together and play as a team and play for each other. So, um, you know, I've got those two, I guess you can choose if you, you want rap or Tish as the head or assistant, but I, I've got those two guys leading the, the troops. Well, I, I wasn't talking about the dream team when I was talking about, I wasn't oh. talking about the all area, <laughs> 
all Dubuque um, team here. I, I was talking about just in general. But yeah, let's get into the uh, preseason all Dubuque team award. First one is the Ed Fayan Coach of the Year, uh, Hall of Famer from Dubuque Wallert. And, um, you know, my philosophy is to be the man, you got to beat the man. And right now, the man in Dubuque area baseball is Western Dubuque head coach Casey Bryant. He is styling and profiling. He's wheeling and dealing. He's limousine riding, jet flying, Ed Fan coach of the year. Because nobody's beat him in the Dubuque area in four years. And I think you got to dethrone him before we can name anybody else the Ed Fan coach of the year. Coach Rapp, huge expectations. People are expecting them to make state and win the state championship. I will say that Coach Tischer of all of the area coaches does more with less than any coach in Dubuque. Uh, Andrew Reese from Senior, they're losing one of the best players in the state. If they put together a great season, he could win that Ed, Ed Fan Coach of the Year. But I say, to be the man, you gotta beat the man, brother. Uh, who are you going with, Coach Redmond, for the Ed Fan Coach of the Year? Like I said, I, I've got Tish and Rap down. You know, I, I think it's uh, it's a toss up with those two. I, I definitely respect Casey Bryant. And what he's done, uh, but I think when it comes to this year and this, what's going to happen this year? I see those two teams, hopefully, being state tournament teams, making a run for a state championship. Like you said, Coach Tish has done more with less than probably any coach. And this year, I think he's got a super talented group. So I think he's going to do a lot with a lot of talent. And uh, yeah, Coach Rap, I, I think he's he's got a lot of talent. I think. Uh, you know, the players that they have are, are going to take them a long way. I think he's he's going to find a way to to manage them well and and to get them on the on the right path to Des Moines. Coach Soigling, you have vowed to uh, stay out of the preseason awards, but you did say that you would like to mention uh, some information here of the Ed Fan Coach of the Year. So, what would you like to mention before we move on to the Romberg, which is the MVP? You know, I, I just think the first thing to say is all these coaches in the area are good. You know, like any one of them could probably could, could get this award and could take their team to a, a state championship. Um, I just I, I look back to something Dan said, Dan Spain said in our interview, and coaches don't win games, players win games. And so I, I do. I like Casey. I don't know him super well, but um as you were saying, to quote you again, like Red said, is, uh, you know, he does the most with the least. And so he's going to find a way to manage his team and maneuver guys around um, to, to give, give themselves a, a chance to, to compete for a state title. And I have so much respect for Tish. Um, he gave me one of the best compliments as a, as a coach when, we, when I was coaching sophomore baseball. We were playing Wallert. And uh, there was a play at the plate in the seventh inning. We ended up going into extras. But there was a play I didn't agree with. And I sprinted from the third base box all the way down to home plate to argue with the umpire back. This is back in my early, early days. But um, Tish, after the game comes up, he's like, Tyler, I think I had you at like a two, three uh, time from third base to home. So just on that fact alone that he was, he was watching me as a coach and how fast I was getting down that line. I got to give it to, to Tish here. 
So we are split on the Ed Fan Coach of the Year. We got Coach Manaman going with Casey Bryan of Western Dubuque. We got Andrew Redman who picked everybody in the Dubuque County. Actually, he picked Coach Tischer of Wallert and Coach Rapp of Hempstead. And then Coach Soigling is going with Coach Tischer. Now we move on to the Kevin Romberg MVP Award. And... I think you got to give it to Calvin Harris, two-time national Gatorade player of the year. I think if he doesn't earn this preseason award, the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast loses all credibility. Coach Redman, are you agreeing, agreeing with me on the Romberg MVP award being Calvin Harris? Yeah, definitely. I don't think there's much to say on this one. I think uh, pretty unanimous. He's, he's one of the best talents to probably ever come through this area. And he's got the numbers to back it up. So definitely Harris. And for the Offensive Player of the Year, we named it the Rambler after Nate Rambler, who put up huge numbers for Western Dubuque. I am going to go with Hempstead product, Kirkwood Community College commit, Adam Dunn comparison swinging, Andrew Henry. From Dubuque, Hempstead. He is just going to put up monstrous numbers this year. They play a 40-game season. I think he's hitting 32 home runs, and I'm not kidding when I say that. Coach Redman, who did you pick for the for the uh, Rambler Offensive Player of the Year award? I'm right with you. Andrew Henry, he's going to have a monster year. He's put in the work. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt. That he's going to put up some monster numbers and take after Nate Ramler. Yeah, I remember playing against him and still do with, with semi pro. So, uh, yeah, I foresee him having a big year. We will see if Andrew Henry can do what Nate Rambler did. He did hit the roof of a house on Visalia. So, we'll see if uh, Andrew Henry can do that. And I will be watching with my Jason Voorhees COVID 19 mask doing my interviews in those as well. Which brings us to the Horner, which is the um, equivalent to the Cy Young. We know that Horner was from senior. He went on to play 10 years in the big leagues. And I am going to go with Western Dubuque, Casey Perrineau, as the all-Dubuque preseason Horner award winner. Coach Redman, are you going to agree with me or are you uh, going to throw somebody else into the mix here? I agree with you. I think we're on the same page with these guys. He's got the stats to back it up from last year. I don't foresee him getting worse this year with the amount of work he's put in. So I'll go with Casey as well. You know, they do say uh, great minds think alike. And uh, Red, it's uh, now I know where you get your greatness from because you think a lot like me. So I, uh, I appreciate I appreciate you agreeing with me there. Now, this was not on the original episode, but we added what is called the Newcomer Award. And it is a player who had very few varsity experience the year before or is completely new to varsity. And if you want to know about some of the new players coming up, listen to the 2020 season season previews of all four programs. And they talk about their farm system and some of the guys coming up. Um, you know, Western Dubuque's got some great talent coming up. Uh, Hempstead's got George Sherlock, uh, who uh, is coming up as well. But you know what? He made it as our shortstop for the um, 
preseason all Dubuque team, there is no way that I cannot give it to somebody other than Kellen Strohmeyer. Now, Coach Redman, who are you going with uh, for the newcomer award? You have to go with him. He's a guy that's probably as anticipated as anybody in Iowa. Uh, I know there's probably going to be a lot of people that, that see that he's committed to North Carolina and are, are expecting him to go out and play at a high level, which I don't I don't have any doubts that he will. Uh, you know, I, I hope that um, that he has a great season, that if there's anybody that doubts him, that he's able to kind of wash that away and, and just play ball, you know, because that's it's a big commitment for somebody his age who hasn't played a ton of varsity baseball. But, uh, you know, if you're a true baseball fan and, and you're, you're truly – there for the kids. You're going to want a guy like that to succeed. So I'm I'm excited to see him play and see what he can do. Before we sign off at the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast, I would like to thank my esteemed colleagues here, Andrew Redman from Clark University, Coach Tyler Soigling um, of Dubuque Seniors Pass from Phoenix, Arizona. And I would like to take this time, I would like to thank uh, Governor Reynolds, for allowing baseball to take place this summer. And I just want to say this to the players and the fans and the coaches. Iowa is in the national spotlight right now. We have 49 other states watching to see what we're doing. This is either going to work and we are going to look very smart. Or this is going to be completely... This is going to backfire and we're going to completely look like idiots like we did with the Iowa caucus. So players, if you're not feeling well, you got to stay home. If you're having a fever, if you're showing those COVID symptoms, you got to stay home. Families, if you're going to the ballpark and you're having those symptoms, you got to stay home. You got to socially distance. Because all it's going to take is for one player to selfishly play while showing those symptoms that passes it on to multiple teammates, that passes it on to an umpire, that passes it on to another team. And then players, teams, seasons, and programs are shut down. You got to be smart during this time. Okay? One little tidbit I'd like to share before we sign out. Coach Dan Spain from Clark University has told me on multiple times that he has discovered players through this podcast. He's listening. Other college coaches have reached out to me and told me that they're listening. They've heard your names. They are going to come and watch you play. So hustle, work hard, and make us proud. And any of the teams in the area, bring home a state championship. 6-4-3, we're out of here. Postgame show is brought to you by... Christ, I can't find it. The hell with it. Thank you for listening to the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. You can find us on social media, 
Facebook and Instagram by searching Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. And you can follow me on Twitter at Coach Manaman. Go to Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review, find us on Spotify, and subscribe.